Hello, good people. You're listening to Startup Berg, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the Steel City's growing startup community. I'm your host, Adam Simone. Let's get started. Okay, well, welcome to the show. We've got episode 21 possibly 20, but we'll, we'll know later. Um, really excited to have Sophia Berman on. She is the co-founder of Trust Laundry. Sophia, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Uh, so we are sitting here in your world headquarters uh, on the floor of your sewing room. <laughs> really happy to, uh, uh, to be able to do this on site. Um, so why don't we just like start and give our listeners an overview of what Trust Laundry is? Yeah, so Trust is a new uh, fashion and tech brand. We started a couple years ago, and we have developed a new system of support uh, catered towards the fuller busted and plus size market. Uh, we're a team of all women, uh, designing for women, and we're we're not a typical uh, design team for the lingerie industry because we're all engineers and designers. Uh, people after my own heart. So you say a um, a fashion tech company? Exactly. So what does that mean? So it means we're merging technology with fashion. So our core competency is industrial design, product design, bringing new uh, new technologies to life. And we're merging that with a fashion element to bring products to women that are not only functional and practical, but also beautiful. Okay, that's awesome. So you, before we walked in here, you showed me a little bit of the secret sauce behind your product. Can you talk a little bit about what makes, uh, what's the tech behind uh, your product? So... I'll start by explaining what the current product is right Perfect. now. It's it's an underwire. And, you know, for all the women who are listening out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, for some of the men in the room, underwires are a single piece of wire that um, route around the body but don't provide a lot of underneath support. And what we've done is we've taken that, um, that first system, we've iterated on it, we've changed the materials, and we've designed something that re- replaces it and provides much more lift from underneath. So this is like a... Um, uh, you know, f- from what I understand, uh, a common complaint and a pain point, especially for um, people on the larger end of the spectrum. Exactly. So without proper, um, without adequate uh, support underneath, women suffer from pain points ranging from shoulder dents, back pain, to digging and poking underwires. And there, there to date is nothing out there really catering to our market to address this issue. And no one should live like that. No. So how many people, you mentioned the market, like how many people does this address? So the uh, there, 65% of American women are plus size right now. And we've estimated that there are about 50 million women in the U.S. Uh, oh, wow. That are, that are <laughs> above the average bra size, which currently is about a 34 double D. Okay. So a lot of women. Yes. <laughs> and how is it that these women have been underserved for so long? Where, you know... It, we're trying to figure that out as well. I think a lot of a lot of people t- tend to approach the current technology as you know the way of the world, and you know that gold as standard exactly. And you know they design to a certain size, and as they design for bigger sizes, they just kind of scale up the technology um, versus adequately changing it. Yeah, uh, to to like you know fit these larger sizes. And that's what you guys are doing exactly. So how did you get started? So you, you have a co-founder, and maybe talk a little bit about how you guys met and why you decided you needed to start this business. Yeah, so my co-founder is Laura West. Uh, she's also an industrial designer. We're both from Carnegie Mellon. Mm-hmm. We met after school, both in the, in the design community in Pittsburgh. And when I had left Pittsburgh, um, I'm one of those boomerangers, <laughs> left Pittsburgh, went to Chicago, we decided that we wanted to work on something together and started you know, discussing the pain points of current bras and 
how fuller busted women have so a lot of. Did you hone in on bras early on? Is that did you know you wanted to do that? We did hone in on bras. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. At the t- at the time, there was you know very little innovation. There still isn't. Um, yeah. But we we said we can do something different, and we have different backgrounds and fashion designers, and we can really bring that to light. Um, so we started talking about different the physics of a breast, basically, and how it could be right um, changed. Uh, so a very analytical approach. Um, and did you, what did the first, uh, prototype look like? How did you make that? And, and how oh, did you arrive there? <laughs> Our first, so we bought a 3d printer, right? So we joined Alpha Lab gear. In oh, Pittsburgh. perfect. Yeah. We bought a 3d printer right when we joined and we started, um, you know, the, the, one of the ways you work in the design world is you, you know, you put together the biggest model you can, and then you kind of carve away from it to refine it. So our first model really looked like body armor (laughs) (laughs) and we tested it on a bunch of women because there are many women in Pittsburgh who were willing and eager to help us and you know a couple of them were kind of interested in what we were doing kind of anticipating what the final outcome was going to be um, but it was definitely more robust than we we have settled on now so you just you just like put it out there like we're just looking for women to come in who will give us their time and uh, try this body armor on Essentially. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, you know, it's a sensitive subject because you can't just put out there. We were looking for women with big boobs. You right. Know? So, <laughs> um, so we use some interesting different tactics. Okay. To find women. Very cool. Find testers. And so you, you, um, I mean, you come from a design background, so this is like your wheelhouse, right? You, you get an idea, you, you make a form, you iterate on it, you see if there's, um, you know, like a fit for the product, right? And, and so um, my guess is that early on you realized that that there really was something here. Um, how long did it take you to get from, um, like joining Alpha Lab, buying that 3d printer to having a a product and a design that you could file a patent for? So it took us about a year and a half to file our, our final patent. Okay. Um, it took us about two years to go through all the design iterations for our first gen product and manufacture it to get it out on the market. Got it. Okay, so uh, walk me through that process because you currently are on the market, right? You're selling. We are. And you did a crowdfunding campaign, mm-hmm. a very successful one. Yes. Can, can you tell me just a little bit about that? Yeah, so when we when we were ending Alpha Lab Gear in the spring of 2015, mm-hmm. we did a Kickstarter campaign. Um, it was very successful. We reached women all over the world. We ended up on the Today Show, which was really exciting. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was our big moment of fame or first moment of fame hopefully there will be many right more. many to come um so we did a kickstarter and we you know we did it on the basis of m- more testing out the idea the concept to see okay. if it was something women would actually need and want and kind of to prove to the world that women yes they'll buy bras online and yeah uh, this is this is a needed product so we did our kickstarter we went back to our manufacturers started refining our product and then brought in our final product by October of 2016. Okay. So that happened pretty quick. It was a pretty quick turnaround. So you mentioned yeah. you have people from all over the world, I'm guessing mostly in the U S or do you work like where outside the U S did you have, do you have like a special audience? We had about 25% of our campaign from Australia. Really? 25%. Yeah. So we had a lot of Australian women, huh. some Canadian, some UK. That was okay. the, the main the main bulk of the international. Do you know why Australia? <laughs> I think there are very few options in Australia. Okay. Um, and it's also an English-speaking country. Right. So they, you know, they're partners to us. Oh, that's great. That's really cool. So uh, um, uh, now that you you closed your Kickstarter, you fulfilled your backers. Is that mm-hmm. right? 
um, and now you're commercially selling. Where where did you go? Like, how do you make that transition from a product company that has tested the market on crowdfunding, you know, ra- raised some money there, gone into production, um, pulled the whole product together, and shipped it out? So what's next? So we sell, uh, when we launched in October, we also started selling through our own e-commerce site. Okay. So we've been selling B2C. So did you build your site in-house? We did. Yeah. We it's really a, nice to have that capability, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our team is very multifaceted. Okay. So we, we built our, our site. We started selling. We brought in a fulfillment center to work with us. And we also have our first wholesale customer, Bare Necessities. So they're an online retailer as well. Oh, very cool. So we tested the wholesale market, testing the B2C market, and now we're, we're refining our strategy to figure out the best way to reach the rest of our customers. Right. I imagine that um, selling a bra online can be challenging because it's probably a very, you know, a tactile experience and people like to try things on. Exactly. So how, how do you, um, how do you make your product work in that environment? So we have a lot of help. You know, we have a great customer service. I I call it department, but you know, there's only a few of us. So (laughs) (laughs) um, we're all on customer service duty, but we, we really focus on the needs of our customers and help them you know, find the right fit. We have a calculator for sizing on our site and we're starting to put reviews on our site. So you can, oh, perfect. you know, you can have the information, like it runs a little big, a little small. This right. is, you know, comparison to other sizes. So, so try, trying to just take away some of those, um, you know, questions of will this actually work for me and, and lower the barrier. Exactly. Um, what, you know, did you always think you'd be an entrepreneur? You know, I always liked working on my own projects and I always liked, I've I've always been very independent. Um, Yeah. Does that mean, is that a nice way to say you didn't, don't want to have a boss? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, that's a lot of entrepreneurs is the independence theme. Um, But I always wanted to do something on my own. I knew that. Okay. And is there anything in the last few years that has surprised you about your entrepreneurship journey here? Um, I think, there's a lot of things that come up, you know, you're constantly learning right? and you're constantly realizing how much you don't know, which is, is motivating because you want to learn more. That's, that's right. But I (laughs) I think when you start out on this journey, you know, you, you usually are really good at one thing and you really want to do that one thing. And that's why you start, you know, like being a designer, you're really good at design. Yeah. And then you start to realize as you build a business, there are a lot of other elements that, you know, like accounting and that's right. You know, we don't all have MBAs. So we don't all know every facet of how to grow and build the business marketing. And so I think that's one of the things that going into it, we didn't realize how much we would have to learn, but it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. Because you know, as you, you're a small team now, right? You said there's what four Mm -hmm. of you and, um, you love doing design, but of course, as this business grows, you know, you may start to grow further and further away from that. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we'll still maintain our R and D team, but we need to start building the company more towards the marketing and business development side. Yeah, but yeah. you mentioned you don't, you know, maybe none of you are, are, are marketers from like that that background sense. But um, you know, I've seen what you guys are doing online. Uh, you have a what was it like a, um, a nominate her for something? Yeah, we have our support her campaign running. Support her, yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that because I thought that was really clever. So support her stems from one Kickstarter backer who donated her bras, her, well, her rewards to a friend who was in need, who couldn't necessarily afford our bras. Oh, cool. So we launched the campaign because we wanted more women to be um, accessible to our bras. Mm-hmm. And we wanted, it helps get the word out and it helps share, share the support. Um, so women can nominate 
their friends and family and, you know, women in their lives, they feel yeah. deserve the gift of support okay. and are obviously who can wear a bras. Um, and we will nominate or we will choose a woman once a week and then we'll highlight them on our social media and our blog and wow, that's, promote them that's and send them a free really bra. really great. Uh, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and so when you, uh, um, I saw an announcement uh, somewhere online. And so, you know, you obviously you, you, you were successful in getting some attention to this this um, this uh, marketing idea and tactic and and really like it's probably speaks to the ethos of your company right just supporting women and providing exactly. that opportunity and access yeah empowering so, women yeah so it sounds like you guys are marketers to me <laughs> so where how do you grow your team from here I think right now we grow on the the marketing end you do yeah, yeah. okay and um, are you currently searching for that person now we're open. To people who are interested in our space. Yeah. Yeah, who are interested in working with our team. And how do you find the ecosystem in Pittsburgh for growing a team, you know, from a, a product, digital marketing, direct-to-consumer slash wholesale team? Is that, are those competencies in town? They are. Um, I think if we lived in New York, you know, <laughs> we'd have a plethora of people waiting, you know, to sign up to work with us. Right. Um, so it's, it's a little bit more challenging because there's not really a fashion industry in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a few companies that we've learned a lot from, like ModCloth and um, sure. American Eagle, that have been very helpful. You know, some of mentors. Course, ModCloth, right, moved kind of out. Um, yeah. Do you envision yourself in Pittsburgh long term, or do you see, um, you know, you mentioned New York, obviously it's this, like the center of this world. So do you see uh, either growing an office there or moving out there at some point? I think we're going to have to bring a stronger presence to New York soon. Yeah. I think just because the industry's there. I mean, we obviously love Pittsburgh and love everyone right. here, so we don't want to leave. <laughs> of course not. Um, but it's probably necessary at some point. Okay. So uh, what's what's next for uh, Trust Lingerie? Where do you see your growth in the next 12 months? So we are going to a trade show at the end of February that should have a lot of wholesale potential wholesale customers we can start working with. What's that trade show called? It's called Curve. And we are, we're starting to expand our reach nationally. So, okay. you know, we... We did a pop-up in December in Pittsburgh, which was very successful. Right, um, gave at us the a Galleria. At the Galleria. Yeah. Gave us a lot of insight about our customers, um, helped us spread the word in Pittsburgh. We'll maintain our storefront in Garfield, but we're okay. going to start expanding into other wholesale customers around the country. Yeah. Um, building out our lines. So, you know, we have our first three styles. We're going to build out more styles and colorways and start right. continue continue R&D efforts for other product lines as well. And now that you have like customers using it, you're probably hearing from them and learning from them and figuring out how to continue to improve, right? Exactly. And where you want to go next. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. Um, so if people want to follow your progress, you know, is there, uh, I'm, I'm assuming as a uh, kind of a product focused company, is there a social media that you guys really you know do really well on should they follow you on instagram facebook twitter they should follow us on everything everything okay yes, everything <laughs> great i uh oh, so what are your handles on each of those so it's trust lingerie okay. for all of them if you just search for us okay and uh what about you if they want to connect with you personally to i don't know see what you guys are doing or or if they have a good skill set that might help you out they can follow me on LinkedIn, send me a message, or email me at sophia at trustlingerie.com. Perfect. And uh, actually, I just want to come back to your name, uh, Trust Lingerie. Is that where you started? We actually started um, when we joined Alpha Love Gear. Our, our company is incorporated as Bazooka Jane, which <laughs> yeah. is a fact that most people don't know. We don't spread widely. Okay. But, uh, we changed our name to Trust because um, the system that we use is a trust system in our design. And we also like 
the play on trust yourself, trust in our brand and our products. Yeah, I think it's a really nice, I think it's really clever. I like that. Thank you. With that engineering and that kind of personal connection. Yeah. Um, I've got a, obviously a very important question to kind of end on, which is what is your favorite restaurant in Pittsburgh? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I live in Lawrenceville. Mm. So I have, can I give you three? I'll accept three, yes. Or I can give, well, <laughs> I would say Umami is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Umami okay. and probably, um, well, now that I'm blanking on one of my favorites, I'll just tell you Marcia is probably my other favorite. I love right Marcia. Right around the corner from my house. Huge fan. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, Sophia, thanks for jumping on the show with me. Thanks so much. Good luck with everything. Thank you.